these feelings intertwined Oh, fighting the urge to reach out And my stance remains unchanged, baby I can't help it, I'm so into you
Jason from Be Connected Business Show. I hope everybody's doing okay today. I'm fortunate today. I'm actually with a gentleman called Adam Lyle from bizdoctor.com.au. I met him a couple of months ago through uh, Be Connected Networking and actually really interested in the guy. So I thought he'd be a perfect uh, perfect fit for what we're doing here on the Be Connected Business Show. So hi, uh, hi there, Adam. How are you? I'm mate? wonderful and thanks for having me. 
No, that's mate. I, I love having people on that uh, that I think are going to bring value to the listeners and the conversations that we've had. I've just gone. Oh, I think you can bring value. So, look, first of all, give, give us a bit of a brief rundown. What is BizDoctor.com.au? The Biz Doctor is an opportunity for business owners um, to understand their businesses better, and I, and I use the medical analogy. So, if you were and you should be seeing your GP every year just to check on your overall health personally. Um, and the doctor will take your blood pressure, he'll take your pulse, he'll send you for some blood tests, he'll do some urine tests, he'll do all that sort of stuff. And he'll give you a pretty good snapshot of how you're going from a personal health perspective. Why should your business be any different? And the reality is that many people who are business owners are very good at what they do. They just might not necessarily have all of the ticks in the boxes about how to run their business. And Biz Doctor gives them the opportunity to have a business health check, either once off or annually, for a relatively good price, which covers 21 areas of their business, sorry, 21 points in seven areas of their business. And it comes out in a really easy to read, color-coded format, and they can take that information, they can look at the recommendations that have been made within the, the business health check report, and they can get on their way having more confidence, awareness of where they're at, and they can ultimately make their business better. Beautiful. Look, I, I, I love that concept. It's sort of like um, when, when you have a car, you, you don't just take it when there's a problem with it, you get it serviced regularly to make sure that it's working to its best potential. And yeah, your, your business should be doing the same. And I think that's absolutely fantastic. So, so where, where did you come up with this idea? Well, I, I'll go right back to the beginning. Um, I owned my first business when I was 15. Um, and uh, it was in, in down in downtown Campbelltown. Uh, I was washing cars. And I had my first employee at that age as well. It was my little sister who was 10. And I would do the top of the car. And all the all the hard to bit hard to get bits, and she would do the wheels, and and effectively the the bumper and 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 the front grill. It was fantastic. I was making money. She was getting paid some money. Um, yeah, probably a bit of child labour involved there, but that's another story for another day. <laughs> but but um, I then moved and morphed that into lawn mowing, and then other um, property maintenance care for the local community as well. Um, and then as soon as uh, I could, I was, um, uh, sorry, did I say 15? That was, my first business was when I was 10. Um, uh, that's why you got away with the child labour yeah, laws, mate. So I was, I was 10 12. and she was five. And, and it worked <laughs> out really well. So as soon as I could work, um, 14 years and nine months, I was into anything and everything. Um, and uh, I don't think there was a, a, a shop at the local shops that I didn't work at at some point in time. And I was a workaholic. And I saw many, many times during the late um, 1980s and early 90s when, of course, we were having the recession we had to have, I saw people losing not only their businesses but losing their homes as a result. And I became an insolvency practitioner, and that's all fine, and I enjoyed that, and it worked out really well. But the reality was that uh, insolvency practitioners typically 
are only concerned about shutting the place down and selling the assets and keeping the money. And I saw a difference, uh, opportunity there, where I could help business owners keep their businesses alive, save what they can, and keep their family home that they've worked hard for for many, many years. A lot of people get into business for different reasons. And if they're coming into a business for themselves in their midlife, then typically they've worked 20 years to build up equity for their home already. And when their business goes bad, that equity is then at risk. So Biz Doctor is designed to make sure that we can preserve and protect um, the business and the assets if we can. Okay, Adam, you, you touched on a, a, a little point uh, in, in the last bit there where we're talking about when, when somebody like a creditor, an auditor, a consultant goes in, they, they tend to be working for uh, for the people that are owed the money. They, they're not really thinking about the business. Administrators go in and they just want to sell it and, and you hit that. Uh, and and you, you, you're operating completely differently, like you're not a coach or anything like that. Just, can you just tell me a little bit more about that? Yeah, so Biz Doctor is in a unique niche position. It's We are not insolvency practitioners. We are not business coaches. We are not accountants. We are not lawyers. We're highly experienced business advisors, and we use insolvency practitioners. We use business coaches. We use accountants. We use bookkeepers. We use lawyers in the application of the strategy that we're designing and holding the business owner's hand with. Because guess what? Sometimes the business owner needs someone to hold their hand to break all of that information down in simple terms that they can understand. I know what an insolvency practitioner wants and what they have to do. I know what an accountant wants and what they have to do and a bookkeeper and a lawyer and a business coach, but we do not provide those services. It is not our plan. We are the GP for the business owner. They are our specialists, if you want to use the medical analogy, and we will refer to those specialists. We will make sure the specialist does a good thing and is communicating well, but ultimately we're holding the hand of the business owner. We're on their side from start to finish. Okay, so so moving on from that that doctor uh, scenario, right? When I go to the doctor, right, Jason, you got to exercise. Jason, stop smoking. They're always telling you stop smoking, stop drinking, eat healthy, exercise. Blah blah. blah. What are, what are the biggest mistakes that you come across in in your daily life when you go into a business and it's just glaringly obvious that that's an issue? Um, I find people are really good at what they do. A a plumber is a perfect plumber. Electrician is a great electrician. Um, But they have no idea on how to run the business. And that's what I see the majority of the times. They have this um, wonderful concept of, hey, I'm going to work for myself and everything's going to be fine. They have no idea how to do a cost structure. They have no idea on how to work out how much to charge. They think by charging less, they'll get more work. In fact, if they're charging less, invariably, they're destroying themselves. They've got to do more work. Yeah, They've got to do more work. 
and they don't have them enough money to pay for all the supplies, et cetera, et cetera. And there's different elements of costings that people just don't understand. And so the best thing about the business health check that Biz Doctor provides is because it covers the seven areas of that business and it has 21 points within those seven areas that it dissects and gets all the information out and it gives it back to the business owner in really easy to read way so that they can move forward and have a real good clear picture and let me tell you i'll go back to your point in the in in your question i'm not going to tell the business owner what they want to hear if i'm going to tell them to stop smoking i'm going to tell them to stop smoking yeah i'm going to be really clear i'm going to be really direct i'm going to be very fair but i deliver it also with empathy but they need to hear it because too many of their accountants and bookkeepers and all those other advisors who are excellent at what they do they don't want to lose the client so they 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 usually pander about the hard things to say yeah i look i i I think you're hitting the nail you know on the head there because one of the biggest things is you don't know what you don't know Mm. uh and as you said a plumber fantastic plumber but what does he know about marketing what does he know about bookkeeping what does he know about you know making sure that that everything's got. He just knows how to go out and fix the toilet. Mm. Yeah, so that's absolutely fantastic. Don't ask me what you know is true. Don't have to tell you I love your precious heart. I Standing, you were there. Two worlds collided, and they could never tear us apart.
star who's it gonna be five six stupid boy making me so sad didn't think you could change this fast she's got everything And what I want to do, you, you, you've told me what you do and you've brought, brought it down into, into layman's terms, which I think is absolutely fantastic. But what I really want to know is, is exactly how you've done it. Can you give me an example of some of the work that you've done and, and what you've seen and how you've managed to change things? Yeah, um, I'll give you an example that is actually probably quite common, particularly over the last couple of years. It, you don't have to be a rocket science to know that um, the hospitality industry has taken an absolute caning um, during the COVID period. Yeah. And so I was referred to this uh, cafe 
and then the cafe was uh, actually quite a prominent cafe pre-COVID, doing very well. Pre, Pre-COVID sales were fantastic. COVID came, the landlord and them entered into an agreement. They had some rent abatement. The, um, the banks were happy to stand in line and, and wait a bit, uh, but ultimately they had to reopen their doors. And food costs had gone through the roof. They couldn't get all the labour, and it's well known at the moment that um, there's a hospitality hospitality labour shortage. Um, they they lost their chef because he had to go back home, back home because he was an overseas um, uh, visa. And ultimately, the landlord said, well, I want my rent paid and I want my arrears covered. And the bank said, hey, I want... I want my loan repaid and I want some of the arrears covered as well. They were not in a financial position to cover the existing rent and the existing loan and the existing food and the existing labour um, and being able to live. They weren't in a financial position to do that. So they called me and we did a health check. We are able to identify all the different issues. We are able to um, renegotiate the lease. We were able to renegotiate... Um, with the funders and lenders to make sure that we could um, uh, get uh, the required time frame that we needed. And we were able to hold the hand of the business owner on how to re-motivate the staff. We did a little bit of a rebranding and we got through it. The point of the exercise is that the business health check gave us the ammunition to take it to the landlord to say, mate, you're whistling Dixie if you think you're going to get um, anything more than standard rent. It's just not going to happen. And here's the reasons why, and here's the proof. And we were able to do the same thing with the bank and say, thank you so much for your patience all this time, but we can't give you any arrears just yet, but here's the plan on how we're going to deal with it. And I was able to hold the hand of the business owner in making those representations to the bank, and the health check was able to give them the actual proof to the bank uh, that we weren't, you know, we weren't lying about anything. Of course, we wouldn't be doing that anyway, but it gives the bank a lot more comfort when they've got a piece of paper that actually can show them all the things that are going well in a business and all the things that were going bad. The funny thing is that the business wasn't actually in a horrifically bad situation. It just needed an opportunity to grow. It did need an injection of some cash flow. And the owners were prepared to put some hurt money on the table for that. Of course, we made sure that the money that the owners were putting into the business was properly protected as well. Because ultimately, if the landlord pulled the pin, we didn't want to lose that opportunity to get that money back for the business owner. So we were able to provide a real holistic solution that was empathetic to the needs of the business owner, as well as servicing and providing an opportunity for the landlord to keep a tenant, the bank to keep a customer, the accountants to keep a client, the bookkeeper to keep their business going as well. And the customers of the cafe were really overjoyed to be able to come back and support that business moving forward because four other businesses were of similar ilk that were within 150 metres of them had already closed down. It's coming, 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 coming.
come in, come in. In a hurry, don't forget this is a journey. Close them eyes and don't you worry. Sunday is coming. Voices got you messed up. They don't want you with your chest up. Close them eyes and don't you worry. Sunday is coming. Coming, 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 coming. Looking lowly, they all left you feeling lonely. Close them eyes and don't you worry. Sunday is coming. A mind that always stresses, can't forget about your messes. Close them eyes and don't you worry. Sunday is coming, 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 coming.
Okay, Adam, I'd love you to help me out here and I'd love you to uh, help out the listeners. Give us your one best piece of advice you can give for a business owner out there today. Oh, right now? Yeah. Um, look, 95% of all business owners and all, all businesses have some kind of tax debt. Um, the biggest tip I'm going to give you is communicate with the tax office. Do not let it go. Do not put your head in the sand. Talk to them. They can understand. They can be empathetic. They will listen. They can be demanding sometimes, but when you work with them, it's far better to do it that way than to ignore it. Why? Because if you ignore it, they can actually make, if you're, if it's in a company structure, they can make you personally liable for the company debt, and that puts your house on the line. Please talk to the tax office, and if in doubt, get some help from your accountant, your bookkeeper, or from BizDoctor. Beautiful. So it's, it's just about the communication, really, isn't it? Yes. Fantastic. And look, if anybody wants to learn a little bit more from you, Adam, how can they get hold of you? Uh, look, you can um, get on to 1300 751 869. Uh, that number is monitored 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We have had instances where people have been in acute need. Um, they're quite desperate um, and on a couple of occasions have been suicidal and we've been able to help them get the pathway to recovery immediately. Um, you go to the uh, website, www.bizdr.com.au, so bizdoctor.com.au, um, or you can email uh, us at inquiries at bizdoctor.com.au, or if you need to get a hold of me personally, adam at bizdoctor.com.au. Adam, absolute pleasure talking to you. Thank you very much for your time today. I appreciate the opportunity and, and having a chat with your listeners. Thank you.